I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right in. I'm gonna um, just uh, say a prayer over us really quick before I get started. So I say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for today. Lord, I thank you for your presence, that, Lord, that you are omnipresent, that you are with us everywhere we go. Lord, that you you see us and you know us and you're so intentional with us. Lord, I ask right now, Lord, that you would be with us today. Lord, that you would give us peace, that you would calm our thoughts, any worries that we are having, any fears that we are facing, any mountains that we need to be moved. Lord, I just ask right now, Lord, that you would be with us through the valleys um, and on the mountaintop. And I ask right now that you would be here um, in this fight time with us, Lord, that your presence would be here, Lord, that it would capture our hearts, Lord, that we would feel your nearness. We exalt you today. We love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Okay. So, um, I want to start out a little bit differently today. Um, I have something that I want to read to you ladies that the Lord put very strong on my heart to read to you. Um, I was, spending some time in prayer last week and um i felt the lord put something very strongly on my heart so i really want to share it with you um and i want to do something a little bit differently so if you are on if you are in a place where maybe you can um kind of be, be in like a quiet place or maybe a place where you can just go and you can close your eyes um, this, I want and I actually want to read exactly how I felt the Lord, um, speak it to me. I have it written down. Um, I don't want to get any of his, don't want to mess up anything that he's told me. So, um, if what you'll do is you'll just close your eyes and what I want you to do is I just want you to imagine your heavenly father speaking this to you. This is what I felt him say. So it says, be proactive, stop running and trying to hide from me. Instead, run towards me with open arms. Every worry, every fear, and weight that you've been carrying, lay it at my feet and get to me quickly. Lay aside every agenda and selfish intention. Chase after me eagerly. Refuse to give up. Pick up your sword of the spirit and fight. To hear me, you must know me. And to know me, you must spend time with me. Abandon your, I have to have it all figured out plans and trust that I will fill any gap that you lack. You can lead a horse to a trough, but you cannot make him drink and you have been refusing to drink. Satisfied with your own water, while I have the living water plainly in front of you. Taste and see that I, your God, am good. It's time to drink, my child. Time to give up your regular water, and I have a trade for you. But it does cost you. You must unclench your fist and release what you've been grasping onto so tight. Only then can true change happen. Let go, taste, and run to me. Hands and arms open without a single thing to carry. I'm ready for you, but are you ready for me? 
Okay, that's something that I felt the Lord speak very strong, strongly to me this week and uh, or this this past week, and I really felt um, I really felt Him impress upon my heart to share it with you. Um, as I was praying, I and I was thinking about what um, He had me um, write down. Immediately, what kind of came to my mind is earlier this year, um, for those of you that don't know, we have um, a fight time conference every year. So we do do these videos um, five days a week, but we also have um, a conference every year, a women's conference, fight time conference in January. And so particularly um, this past year, um, I remember just in about like the week um, leading up to the conference, I was, Hey Dawn, how are you? Good to see you. Um, I was struggling so much. I was struggling so much with what I was going to say. I remember I had sat down probably, I mean, it had to have been over 10 hours, probably at least every day for several hours. Um, I had a topic in my mind, but I could never, I could never, I had like notes, but I could never get it to come together. Nothing felt right. I didn't have peace about it. And I was really, really struggling. Um, so I remember, um, I remember the, the night or the day before the conference, I had a conversation with Pastor Bree and I was scared out of my mind because I'm like, I'm about to go on this stage and I am not going to have a single thing to say. I'm going to get on the stage and nothing is going to come out of my mouth. And so that night, I remember her telling me, Kelsey, God is not going to leave you empty-handed. He is going to be a supplier for you. You just have to be a willing vessel. Um, she said, he may even give you something as soon as you get on that stage and, that, and you have that microphone in your mouth. And so um, I remember going home that night and I stayed up and I was being a little stubborn. Um, I was like, he's going to speak something to me. I know he's going to speak something to me. And I stayed up late that night, nothing. I went to bed and I was determined that that morning I was going to wake up and he was going to say something to me. Hey, Robin, um, he was going to speak something to me. And so I probably woke up maybe at like, I don't know, maybe 2, 2.30 in the morning, sat down with my notes again for like probably the 10th time by this time and still nothing. And so I just remember um, getting up from my couch. I had all my notes in my Bible just kind of scattered everywhere. And I got up and I just start pacing the house. And I'm like, okay, God, I give in. I'm surrendering to you. Clearly, I can't make anything happen on my own. Something is going to have to come from you directly. And whatever your will is, whatever you want me to say, whenever you give it to me, if I'm on the stage and I look silly, I'm, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. So at that moment, as soon as I gave in, as soon as I surrendered, um, I remember praying um, and I was like walking into my bathroom and my stomach had just been in knots. I'd been so anxious. And all of a sudden there was just like this peace this indescribable supernatural peace that just like came over me and when I, as soon as I felt this peace God gave me this image and the image was a race I could see myself and I'm in this race and I'm running towards the finish line the problem was I wasn't really getting anywhere I was trying and trying and trying and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and it just feels like I'm just hitting this some kind of resistance 
and I look down and I see there's all kinds of things in my hand. I'm carrying all sorts of weight. And so I'm running towards this finish line and this finish line just feels like it's getting further and further and further away. And then it's like all of a sudden I look around and I realize I'm not running by myself. And there's all these people. I mean, this race is packed. There's tons of people around me. And even though there's tons of people around me, nobody has made it to the finish line. Everybody that I look around and I see is carrying something in their hands. And they're tired and they're out of breath and they're being weighed down by the things that they didn't want to give up. So the title of the sermon that I had heard, the sermon that I had taught at the conference was called Losing to Win. And I want to share with you a verse, um, the verse that it was based off of, which was in Matthew, it was 16 verse 24 through 26. And I just want to break this down a little bit. Okay. So it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? I want to go back to verse 24. He says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves. God's saying, deny yourself. Surrender your will over to me. Maybe you're in a situation where you feel very very similar to how I'm describing this race. Maybe you feel like you're trying and you're trying and you're trying to get towards God and you're running and you're running and you're running, but you're just not getting anywhere. You keep hitting some kind of wall. You feel like you're just stuck. Well, the reason that you're stuck isn't because you're not trying to get to God. Sometimes the reason that we're hitting that wall, the reason that we're hitting that resistance is because we haven't surrendered everything that we have over to him. What surrender means is to yield to the power or control or possession of another person, to give up what you've been holding as your possession, to give up what you've been holding so close to you, what's been so valuable to you, to surrender it completely to the feet of Jesus. And one of the number one reasons why we refuse to surrender is for fear of the cost. So how hefty that price tag is. Whenever I go to the store and I see an item that maybe I really want to purchase, there's three things that occur in my mind. The first thing is, oh, that's really cute. I think that might would look really good on me. I want it. Okay, and that's the first thought. The second thought that immediately comes into my mind after I really want this is, okay, I might really want this, but how much does this actually cost? And I flip over that price tag and I look at that price tag. And the minute that I look at that price tag, there's a third thought that enters my mind. Is it worth it? Is what I'm thinking that's going to give me all this pleasure is is what I'm trying to buy is it worth what I'm willing to lose 
Is it worth the cash that I'm willing to give up? So here's what I want everybody to do. If you're listening and if you can do it right now, I want you to close your eyes one more time. I want you to picture yourself in this race. Okay? You're running. Running towards the finish line. And then what I want you to do is I want you to look down. And I want you to look at what it is that you're carrying. What has your arms so full that it's literally just weighing you down? What is the weight that's holding you back? Is it hurt? Hey, good to see you. Is it pain? Maybe that you just haven't released? Is it maybe addictions that still have you bound? Is it habits that you can't let go of? Is it a person that maybe you just can't forgive? And as you're looking and you're picturing in your mind, you're running this race and you're looking down at every single thing that's in your hands, this is what I want you to ask yourself. Is it worth it? Is what you are carrying worth losing your life for? This is what Jesus says. He says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Here's the fact. Either way, you're going to pay a cost. Either you're going to give up or you're going to lose what's temporary in order to gain what's eternal. Or... You're going to lose what's eternal to be stuck with what's temporary. And unfortunately, God get well, not really unfortunately, but he gives us the free will to decide. And he gives us the power to decide which cost are we willing to pay? I'm going to read this verse to you. It's Matthew 6 and 33. It says, seek the kingdom of God above all all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need i want to go back to that um time that i was telling you about the conference when i was so worried i was so worried about um god hasn't given me anything to say i don't know what i'm gonna do and i was just like clinging on i was trying to come up with notes and things to say and nothing was working out and it wasn't working in my favor And um, going back to what Pastor Brienne said to me, she was like, God is not going to leave you hanging. God is not going to leave you empty handed. When you give something over to God, when you give all of that weight that's literally weighing you down and holding you back, when you give that over to God, he's going to replace it and replenish it with something that's even better. It says, seek seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And it says, he will, not he might, not he must. He will give you every single thing that you need. God wants to be your supplier of all your needs. But guess what? He can't give something better to you if your arms are already full. 
You can't ask God, God, give me this. God, give me this. And he's saying, give me this. Give me all of this weight. I can't give you anything else because your hands are heavy. They're so full with things that you think are so important to you that are so they, that you have are holding so close to you. Surrender it to me so that I can replenish you and I can give you what I know that you need because I know your needs better than you know your needs. So this is what, oh, sorry, this is Matthew um Chapter 6, verse 33. I think I'm reading the NIV or... I'm either reading the NIV or the NLT version. I'm not sure. I, I kind of wrote it down. So, um, that's what I want you to ask yourself this week. That's what I want you to target this week. I want you to look at the things that you're carrying. And as you look at the things that you're carrying, I want you to say, is it worth it? And if it's not, if it's not worth losing your life over and nothing should be worth losing your life over, then I want you to give it over to God. Let him replenish you. Let him be your supplier and let him be your source. I love you ladies. Um, I hope that that encourages somebody this week. And um, I will see y'all next time. Keep fighting. Keep pushing. Keep running the race. But don't keep running the race um, uh, with your arms full of weight. Give it over to God. I love you very much. All right, bye-bye.